All right, what's going on? Welcome back to the Inside with Irv show. So today I have a episode that I think, and I really hope that so many people are going to be able to benefit from now. I know that in other episodes, I've spoken about you know business, I've spoken about finance, I've spoken about um, entertainment. So if you've seen some of my other episodes, uh, you know that I try to mix it up. But this one right here is very near and dear to my heart because I think that this one right here is one that all of us deal with on the day-to-day, uh, some more than others, and I think that this comes in waves. Now, I'm not going to make this video one that, you know, it comes from a background of someone that has a psychology degree or someone that has, you know, X amount of years of research. I'm going to come from the angle of this is someone who has flat out dealt with something like this um, and i don't care if and look I, there's no shame in saying that i don't care if you're the president of the united states i don't care if you run the most profitable uh, business on the planet i don't care if you're bill gates it doesn't matter if you're jeff bezos it doesn't matter if you're elon musk uh, it doesn't matter if you run the most successful 501c3 non-for-profit organization and you feed about five million people around the world every single year you at one point or another are going to feel anxious. This is flat out, that's what it is, right? You are going to have a moment where you have, where you feel anxiety, where you feel weight, where you feel uncertain, where you feel uneasy, where you feel as if there is nothing in the world that can solve the, already solve the problem that you are trying to get an answer for. Uh, even if you have, feels like you have everything figured out, you, there, there's moments where, where, where you feel like something's wrong, something's off. And so I wanted to make this video really, really video slash podcast, if, if you're listening on the podcast, as, as relatable as possible. Again, I'm not trying to use big terminology. I'm not trying to diagnose anyone, but I do hope that with this episode, we are able to really uncover and kind of go through something that's really important to me, and that's mental health. Because mental health pours into just about every area in your life, but it feels like so many people are, you either have a group of people that they have no problem talking about it, and they just kind of keep it in your face, and they always want to diagnose you with something. And then on the other side, you have those people that are kind of just, yeah, I don't want to talk about that, or no, 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 there's there's nothing wrong with me that, you know, I'm, I'm fine, I'm, I'm just going through something, right? But they never actually want to reach that moment of self-awareness, and they never actually want to talk about it. So, and it's really, plain roots and its foundation. I just wanted to give us a super basic level um, definition that I just honestly found online. And that's, you know, anxiety is an, an unease. Anxiety is an uncertainty, right? It kind of feels like you're nervous all the time. It kind of feels like you're a little jittery. It kind of makes you feel like no matter what you do, uh, there's always like this little um, feeling in the, in the pit of your stomach or even in, the, in, in your palms when you kind of have these sweaty palms where you're wondering what's next, what's next, what's next. So I wanted to kind of find out and I started doing a little bit of digging what exactly causes anxiety and so just a couple of things here, and this will probably resonate with you depending on where you are right now in your life. This could be a loss of a loved one. This can be an uncertain moment. Let's say if you're not sure if you should get married, 
if you're not sure if you should start that business, if you're not sure if, if you're not sure if maybe you should quit that job, if you're not sure of maybe if you should buy that house, these things, these things can cause anxiety, even though some of these things are actually good things that are happening for us, right? Um, and we're gonna talk about perspective here in just a second. Uh, work balance, life balance, uh, you know, you, you get stressed at your job, you get stressed with your business. Uh, the need, this is a big one by the way, the need to want to control every single outcome, which leads me to my really, like my, my first point here that I wanted to talk about, and that's you can be confident and anxious at the same time. That's not a myth, that's a reality. I have met some high level achievers that are always extremely anxious. Someone who is always on a performance hamster wheel is what I like to refer to it as. Someone that never really enjoys their past victory, someone that never really enjoys the accolades, someone that never really enjoys the applause from the audience, someone that never really enjoys the promotion. I'm talking about those people that they can literally have a million dollars in the bank and they're always wondering what's next. And they're literally living in that moment that they once prayed about, but since they're so blocked off with anxiety and since they're so blocked off with, I wonder how long this is going to last, they never actually get to because of this thing called anxiety. Anxiety will rob you of your happiness. Anxiety will put you in a place where you're always competing, not only against yourself, but against other people, trying to size someone up thinking, okay, is my product better than theirs? Am I faster than them? Uh, do I have more employees than they do? Are they doing their job better than I am? They were here at 8 a.m., so let me see if I can get here at 7.55 a.m., right? And then what ends up happening is you, you start to develop these habits that shouldn't even be there to begin with, and you start to put yourself into a place where it's just you end up in this hamster wheel. Or we can put ourselves in another place. If maybe you're not the, let's say, achieving uh, anxious filled person, maybe you're on the other side of that. Maybe you're someone that when you're anxious, it just flat out drains you. Or when you're anxious, you just flat out don't feel like doing anything. You feel like throwing in the towel because you're thinking, look, th I, I have so much uncertainty with my next decision that there's no way that I can bear another moment of having to wait, let's say, an extra two months to find out the final decision on something that I'm I'm trying out for. Let's say if you just fill out an application because you want to get accepted into a certain program for your schooling, and now you're thinking, you know what, let me just go out and get a real job, maybe this isn't for me, or maybe if you are on the fence of possibly opening up your LLC, but you're thinking, you know what, nah, I, I, I can't handle this right now, this is just way too much for me, and you let the moment of anxiety kind of take you over, because another form of anxiety, what we like to refer to it as, is fear over the unknown and what we can call just your exhausted mind over a future that hasn't even taken place yet. So I wanted to give us seven super practical um, and super simple ways. I won't say easy, but they are super simple and I wanted to make it like that on purpose uh, because this is, again, an episode that I want so many people to uh, really be able to receive something from that they can just apply immediately. So these are seven different ways that you can deal with anxiety regardless of where you're at. And again, this isn't any information coming from someone who's certified or someone who studies this for a living, but this is, this is coming from someone who has to deal with this day in, 
day out, uh, regardless of how I wake up. And so I'm just being transparent with you guys. There's days that I wake up feeling ready to go, and there's days that I wake up feeling like, the hell with this. I'd rather be in an island right now than be dealing with this. All right, so the first example, not really the first example, the first way that I have for us to deal with this it's a big one, and I put it as the big step, even though it seems easy, and that's to talk to someone about this. I can't tell you how big accountability is, especially in the world of anxiety. Uh, speaking to someone, letting them know, hey man, um, or you know, hey girl, <laughs> hey girl, I am thinking about uh, possibly quitting my job because of this, this, and this, or I think I'm gonna break up with so-and-so because they said this, this, and this to me, or everything seems to be going just fine, but I feel like there's something around the corner that's out to get me, and I think I'm going to lose it all. You see, anxiety doesn't necessarily point to the negative things. Sometimes it points to the positive things that if we just take that extra step, we start to step into that greatness, and we start to step into that moment that we've been working so hard for, but unfortunately, sometimes if you feel like anxiety is taking you over, it's going to make you fear the possibility of being successful. And unfortunately, that's a trap that a lot of people fall into, especially entrepreneurs, when they finally start to get their businesses rolling, or even let's say at the corporate level, when you finally start to get uh, your name out there in the corporate realm and, and in, in the marketplace, you start to feel like, hmm, maybe I'm not good enough, or maybe this came a little too fast for me let me slow this down let me let me kind of take a step back and really you're just you're just holding yourself back from what you've worked so hard for this is why it's important for you to speak to someone because sometimes we have people around us that they see something that we don't and they'll just talk sense into us they're not no dude you literally waited two years for this job promotion or whoa, 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 whoa wait wait you mean to tell me that you opened up the LLC and you fixed your business credits and you got the storefront that you wanted and just because, let's say, I'm gonna give you an example, just because maybe a customer walked out on you because you didn't maybe greet them the way that they wanted and you're just gonna quit this business entirely? And sometimes when someone else puts something into perspective for us, it kind of just shifts everything. And every now and again, we need that because having an accountability group and having a support system is kind of like what we can call kind of like a scale, right? When you need them, you're there. And when they need you, you're there. I think I probably said the same thing twice, but you know what I mean. So when you have, let's say, that system in place, it's going to keep you grounded with the bigger picture, which now leads us into our second way to deal with anxiety, and that's Think about what you're thinking about. Yes, I said, I said that exactly how I said that, that's, and, that and, that's, and that's exactly how I wanted it to sound. It's, there, there was a study that was done that around 92 to 93% of the thoughts that we have every single day were the same thoughts that we had the day prior and then the day before that as well. This means that if you've literally been thinking this entire time and you've hopefully you've been actually paying attention to, to the podcast, but maybe you were listening to the podcast, but you weren't really listening to the podcast. You were actually thinking about, did you turn off, let's say the lights, because you remembered that your light bill last month was $195 and you wanted to bring it down to let's say 120 bucks, right? Or let's say that you remembered that maybe your kid did something at school and you've already dealt with your kid, but you're still thinking about that situation, wondering how you can fix it. And this is possibly a thought that you've had since yesterday and then the day prior and the day prior and then the day prior. And when you don't think about what you're thinking about, 
you have all that space in your mind that it kind of just gets used up as old storage. So then it blocks off any new ideas from coming in. Those new ideas could be the possibility or really can open up the possibility of you having a solution for that problem that you've literally been thinking about this entire time if you, do, if you would just take a step back. Which leads us into our third point. Take time off or take time away, AKA, uh, take a step back. Perhaps you've been the overachiever and you've been working 27 hours in a day. Perhaps you've been that one person that's been holding it down for everyone else and you've neglected yourself. How about taking a step back even if it's just for half a day? What would half a day do for you? If let's say you were just to you know, cut it early, especially if you, if you run your business, let's say you work from nine to one, you cut it early, go catch them at NA, take yourself out to lunch, possibly turn off your phone for a few hours if you're able to, right? And what this is going to do for you, it's going to kind of cause this reset and this recharge in your internal battery, which is ultimately going to help, which is ultimately going to help you find the next one and that's this. Number four, when dealing with anxiety, it's going to help you find your triggers. And what I mean by that is when you're dealing with these moments, you're gonna find that there's certain triggers. And by the way, people, people can be triggers too. You can have certain people around you that are going to trigger you to feel anxious. Maybe it's a relative. Look, there's, sometimes you have to think to yourself, yes, we have family members that unfortunately, and I say that kind of in a, in a joking way, but it really is true and you know exactly what I'm talking about if you've been through this, where you have that sibling or you have a parent or you have a cousin, someone who's constantly in your life but their family, so you can't necessarily dead them, right? Because it's technically their blood. But on the other side of that, you can limit how much access they have to you. I believe that there are some people in your life, whether they're family or whether they're maybe uh, close friends or relatives or even coworkers that even though you have to deal with them day in and day out, or if they're an employee, you have to deal with them day in and day out, you can limit how much access they have to you. Yes, you can be in proximity to them with the interaction that you have, but they don't necessarily have access to what is in your mind or what is in your heart because that's ultimately going to cause a trigger of anxiety to come over you. Sometimes there are thoughts that are triggers. Let's say someone says a certain word or maybe every time you drive by a certain place, maybe if there was like a relative that you maybe went through a loss, you might wanna take another route for your job or maybe take another route whenever you're going to work because Right now may be a time for you to heal before you can actually take that route again for work. Or maybe if you're used to eating at a certain restaurant and you were there maybe with an ex or with a loved one and they're no longer there with you or maybe there was a really bad breakup, that may not necessarily be the best place for you to be eating because it's going to cause you to think about those times and then it's going to, again, put you into this whirlwind of anxiety, which leads us into our fifth point and that's build a routine. Building a routine is important, whether you're waking up at seven in the morning, eight in the morning, if you work overnight, if that's waking up for 1 p.m. for you, what does that day look like for you? Do you have something sketched out? Do you uh, wake up at the same time, let's say on those working days when you're working on your business or when you are going to the office uh, or if you're working from home, do you have a set time when you're turning things off? I can't tell you how many times, and by the way, this is something that I tried to deal with myself, learning how to turn it off. And it's a little harder for the higher achievers and I, and I would put myself in that category of someone who's always looking kind of for that next achievement, right? Uh, where you try to turn it off because you wanna spend time with your family, you try to turn it off because 
you're trying to enjoy the smaller things in life, but you're still thinking about how you can get better. You know how you can get better when you turn it off because that's going to cause you to have that refresher. Having those little points in there where you have those routines helps you get better in everything that you do. This is the time that I'm gonna eat. This is the time that I'm going to sleep. This is the time that I'm going to be on my social media. This is the time that I'm going to be handling paperwork. This is the time that I'm going to, that I'm going to be taking uh, customer calls. This is the time that I'm going to be doing consultations. This is the time that I'm going to be speaking with my team about our websites, about our marketing campaign. Whatever your day looks like for you, make sure that there is a set schedule around that, but I'm gonna throw in a little curveball here, number six. Make sure you mix it up as well. Because the, number five, having a, a, a solid routine, I wanted to really focus on those of us that are maybe a little bit more scattered. But number six, maybe you're not scattered. So maybe you get anxiety from wanting to control everything. You're wanting to control every single thing your employee does. You wanted to control everything, every single thing that your coworker does. You wanted to, to control every single thing that your spouse does or the person that you're dating does. Have a little bit of flexibility. Trust me, it's, it's not gonna kill you. In fact, it's going to help you with your anxiety of wanting to control everything as soon as that there's a change. For example, test yourself. If you make an appointment with someone at three, and it's 2.59 and you're already starting to freak out because they're not there, you're looking out, they haven't parked, I'm at Panera Bread, I've been here since 2.45, I'm early, why can't they be early? Remember, not everyone is going to be as punctual as you and sometimes dealing with people that aren't punctual like us, yes, you want to have your time respected, but at the same time, you also want to learn how to practice having patience and this is going to help you when you're dealing with different types of people and different types of culture not having to have a restraint on every little thing that you do so every now every now and again say you know what on my schedule and this is going to drive some people crazy but on my schedule i had from this time let's say from four to five i had all of these appointments booked you know what i'm going to schedule all of those appointments tomorrow and i know that if you are someone who just is super anal about having everything on board, that probably drew, drove you crazy and that's probably a good indicator of where that trigger point is for your anxiety that you may want to deal with. Every now and again, keep that schedule flexible. I promise it's gonna help you out by mixing it up. And last but not least, focus on what can go right, not what can go wrong. This is a big one and I wanna close with this. Focus on what can go right. If I open up the LLC, what if my business succeeds? If I bring on that new partner, what if my business succeeds? If I apply for that school, what if I get accepted? If I start this new diet, hell, what if I lose weight? If I start, let's say my YouTube channel or my own podcast, wow, what if people actually start listening to me and actually start connecting with an audience? Focus on what can go right, not what can go wrong because that's ultimately going to help you deal with your anxiety and that urge of wanting to uh, control everything and know every single outcome before you even start something because friends, that is impossible. With you wanting to know every outcome before you start something, if that was the case, most of us would have been able to predict all of these market crashes and then we'd all be rich or predict the uh, Powerball, right? So there you have it. These are practical ways that I want you guys to keep in mind when you're dealing with your anxiety. Again, this is nothing to be ashamed of. At the end of the day, we are all walking tripods as I like to refer to it, which is mind, body, and spirit. Feel free to talk to someone about it. Hell, feel free to message me about it um, either on my Instagram, TikTok, or even send me an email. 
There you have it. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast today, The Inside with Earth Show. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe over on Apple as well as Spotify. And if you are watching over on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button down below and hit that notification bell so you can be notified every time we're dropping videos just like this each and every single week. Once again, I appreciate you watching and I appreciate you listening. Until next time, everyone, I will see you in the next episode.